0: with a NVIDIA studio, they updated where they have artificial intelligence in it that will take your eyeballs, right? They replace your eyeballs using artificial intelligence and they make them focus on the screen. So if you could, I could literally be looking over here, but the AI is making it look like I am looking at you. Like seriously, uh, right now I'm not using it. So you're you're not freaked out. (laughs)
1: Welcome back to the Great British YouTubers Podcast with me Neil Mossey. Hello! It's the place where we share tips, tricks and experiences from creators around the world. But Very literally today. It's a special edition. We're going stateside. Great British YouTubers Podcast USA Edition. We are meeting writer, filmmaker, animator, YouTuber extraordinaire, Solomon Jagway. Hello! <laughs> Hello. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on this episode because you have a number of YouTube channels, but your main channel has, I think, 644 videos, 22,000 subscribers, 3.2 million views. It's absolutely incredible. Before we go into the details of your channel, Solomon, what would you say to your 15 subscriber self? What do you know now? that you wish you knew when you were starting out on YouTube? I probably would say, what are you thinking?
0: You know, (laughs) because (laughs) I had no idea what I was doing. And uh, when YouTube first came out, I've been on this platform for a long time, actually. And it wasn't until the pandemic that uh, my wife, you know, sat me down and said, do you know that you're sitting on a gold mine? I was like, what do you mean? She said, come, I I have a video to show you. And she showed me a video of another YouTuber who said out and they, I, sh- I saw the trend. I'm like, "You mean you can make money on YouTube?" And shes like, "Yes, look at what this guy did." And he said, "You're perfect for it." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, so w- when I look at where I am now, I'm like, "Why didn't I start earlier? You know, like, what was I thinking? That's what I would say to myself. <laughs> Are you able to describe your your channel?" My channel has gone through an evolution. There was a uh, time when it was dormant, uh, me just pop uh, throwing videos here and there. The early videos that I did were really just tests with me not saying much at all. Like if I saw, uh, if I created a cool video in 3D, I I'll just throw it up and then go my way. I didn't even care about subscribers at the time. It was nothing. It was just a platform to almost like archive Like something I can go like a time, you know, capsule of sorts. Currently, the way the channel is set up is. Seeing how far I've come in this industry and seeing that I am an immigrant from Africa, having been able to make it to the US, having made it through the, you know, the uh, defense contractor world, creating, you know, video games, creating cinematics and animation and creating films and then creating an animated series as a, a one man team. I've wanted to find a way to help other people who are on a similar path. Like, you can actually start somewhere. And I want to I show people, this is where I was. You know, I at one point in my life, I was a young African boy in a village somewhere, walking barefoot, having no idea what a computer is, to where I am now. And I want to encourage anyone who has a dream out there, that they we are living in an amazing time
1: right now. The tools are on our fingertips right now. You can actually bring your dream to life, yeah. That's so true. It's so true. And and at the moment, Solomon, your, your main channel, it seems to be how-tos and tutorials in animation and animation technology. Would that be a, yeah. a good way of describing it? Yes.
0: Yeah, because uh, one thing that I've always been uh, as an artist is that I've always tried to do things a little bit differently. Like, how can I improve myself? I've never been like comfortable or happy with how good I was yesterday. I'm always trying to get to better myself as an artist. And so when I look around, I'm always looking around for tools that can help me tell my stories better like i do a lot of uh, like facial animation and uh storytelling that is emotive, and so i've always tried to find technologies out there that could help me and when i find it and i'm able to do something really good with it i share the showcase and then i show the behind the scenes of how i brought it to life so
1: others can learn from that as well one of your videos was absolutely incredible it, it- I hope I explain it correctly, but it it seemed to be that you had created a script in AI and a narrator, a human narrator in vision (laughs) vision, telling the story and and it was illustrated by AI. I mean, it it just seemed so far ahead and yet so on the on the cutting edge of where we're living right now how was that video to make i think just like any artist out there
0: right now in the moment that we're living in it is scary you know to see what ai is capable of doing right and you're all constantly thinking of your job security you're thinking about your style being taken by somebody else and essentially competing with you because someone can literally go into a pitching session having said, according to the style of so-and-so, right? And then they present something similar or even better than yours because they're able to do multiple iterations with no like effort. When I did that video, I was like, can I actually how far can really, can AI go in terms of storytelling? Can it do the facial animation? Can it do the script? Can then I take that text and then do an audio narration out of it? And I come from a, a, like, a like an environment in Africa where we grew up with storytellers around us, you know, with our grandparents who sit us down and they'll tell us stories. But now we have this platform that can actually do a lot of that right and you can t- take a voice from somebody else replace it and so i was testing it to see how far you know in, in a way it was like can this take my job can this technology take my job <laughs> and uh the more i think about it i'm like yes we're gonna be very easily <laughs> replaced. And the reason I say that, because I was thinking about even, uh, you know, the Tesla company, you know, like the factories, I was watching a video and I saw how these machines are able, they they own a factory line, they're assembling the Teslas and there was no human intervention. The only time that uh, there was a need was when there was something that needed to be articulated and pushed into like a Uh, like a connection, like, you know, in the engine part of it. And that's why the robots didn't have the dexterity. And so the way as AI is advancing, I see more and more of that happening. And I mean, you can see the app right now online. You guys are happily creating these things with Mid Journey, but that's on the back of artists who have come before. AI cannot create something out like in a vacuum. It needs to learn from somewhere. Just like us as artists, we have to learn from somewhere to create. But the problem with AI is it's taking someone's hard and hundreds of hours, years of, of learning to create that style and then making it so easy for other people to recreate that with no effort. So someone who is like a, a writer doesn't really have to hire you if they if don't want to, like if they want to create like a book cover. They can just say, in the style of this person, the engines are getting better and better and better. In like mid journey 5.2, right now, it's crazy. It's getting better and better and better. And after a while, I don't know if there will come like a time where there's a loop where it is ingesting its own what it has learned like it it has now its own database now it's learning from that and then you're starting to see things differently but the offset was it started off with a database of images that were scraped over the internet to create that but when i created that video it really was um, a test to see how far i could really go
1: yeah it's a it's a really amazing video I'll, i'll link to it down in the description what is your favorite video on your channel
0: man that's a hard one yeah I think the most recent video that I've done of uh, using the metahuman animator, of uh, um, a metahuman singing, with me wearing a motion capture suit, I think that to me is a combination of all the things that I've been wanting to do over a period of time to get like convincing facial animation, and be able to express something that is inside because I really do lean on my faith a lot. And in all my videos, I always finish it with I'm praying for you guys, you know, please stay safe and all that because I truly believe in that. I I truly believe in the spirit of uh, love. And so that's the first time that I've really created a video and I'm like, it came out like I really wanted to, you know? So I think it is my favorite, but I also love to sculpt. My most popular video is probably one of my favorite videos as well, being able to sculpt in in real time on a on an iPad Pro, that is also one of my top favorite videos. I think.
1: Can you tell me about uh, your other channels? You you have more than one channel, don't you? This is funny because the first time I
0: made a mention of uh, AI on my channel, I lost subscribers. Like artists are, are really upset that I even dared to mention AI. And no, I was like, oh my really? gosh, yeah. How how many like, subscribers? Is it significant? Uh, at the time, I think I lost about like uh, 10 subscribers in, uh, in one, one of the videos, yeah. And it was like jarring. I'm like, guys, I usually do these things. Like I, I look out there for technologies that, uh, you know, coming up on the market and I share with you. But there was like, when I say, when I uh, talked about AI at the time, it was right in the heat of the moment you know, where there was such an uproar, like anger in the art art community, I could feel it. It was almost palatable. And I I was like, I understand guys. So I said, I made a promise. I said, guys, I hear you. I am not gonna uh, talk about AI in the way that, you know, where I'm experimenting with it. I'm gonna create a separate channel so that you guys who don't like AI, can still enjoy the content on this channel. And for those of you who feel like you still wanna know where this industry is headed, you can go to the other channel. So I create a separate channel uh, and it's, I call it Surreal r r n d It really is like research and development and it's AI, right? And there I unashamedly just go through and test, you know, products out there that are using AI and not worry about people you know, saying this is why are you creating this kind of content? Because on YouTube, you get like boxed in, in a way. Sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes not. But when people start expecting a certain way, and YouTube also expects it, like when they started they start seeing a trend on your channel, and then they recommend your content to a specific group of people, those people have a specific interest, you know. So when those that specific interest is threatened, they will leave. They are not going to stay around because they feel like, I don't need to be here. So that's I encountered that in real time. I experienced it and I'm like, I I understand, (laughs) you know, Uh, let me create something different outside of that. And then I also have another channel for uh, Mkosa and Nancha, which is for our children's animated series. How did that channel come about? That one actually is a product of our homeschooling journey with my wife. And so Uh, My wife is African-American and I am from Africa in East Africa, Uganda. And we were trying to find uh, a resource for our kids to learn about my culture, right? And so the two characters that you see on the website are actually inspired by my daughter and son. And uh, they, early on in the process, they did the voice acting. So uh, right now we are going through like actually a situation where they've outgrown their characters because my son's voice has deepened. (laughs) He's no longer playing the little boy. uh, So just like YouTube channels go through like uh, uh, phases, this series has gone through phases where even early on in the process, we had like a different type of uh, look and feel. We've rebranded and all our characters now match the comic book characters that we have have in uh, in our three books that we've made. But it's one of my, that's my favorite project to work on, is that because I love creating content for children, and it's really a testament to my grandmother who I grew up with uh, in uh, the village. Because I remember in the 1979 war of Idi Amin Dada, I think most people in the world relate Uganda to Idi Amin. but. For me, I was a kid at the time, and I was in the, the war was going on, and I was in the village with my grandmother. We didn't have any sort of entertainment, and the only entertainment I had was my grandmother sitting me down in the evenings. and tell me stories of, uh, you know, folk tales, and she would say the same story multiple ways, and that's how I learned to tell stories and uh, creating children, for uh, creating content for children. It's a legacy of sorts because my grandma is passed away and I am doing my best to pass on that, uh, you know, legacy of
1: storytelling, African storytelling to future generations. It's amazing, isn't it? Because, I, I you know, I grew up in a time before YouTube and the, the idea that, that we have something that is accessible for free forever, yeah. globally, is is it's mind-blowing. Once the channel started growing, companies started reaching out to me.
0: And then I, I got access to hardware that I never could afford before. Oh, wow. And so I not everyone, like people in my audience, can afford the kind of hardware that I test. But I show them what is possible, that the next time you're thinking about going beyond the idea that you have and you have a budget, this is the kind of quality that you can create with the hardware that's on the market, right? now so brands reach out to you to to get onto your channel yes uh my my favorite supporter uh, i guess the sponsor in all of them is i don't know if, if it's okay for me to mention this yeah yeah on your channel Puget systems uh, they've been so helpful like there was a time when i was struggling to render some of my characters in the adventures of nkosa and Nancha, and they put together a system with uh, 286 gigabytes of uh memory with a uh, 8 terabyte storage yes. you know <laughs> and i was using the unreal engine i was just i had just gotten introduced the unreal engine and the unreal engine needs a lot of space for the projects this system changed the way I do animation. It sped up and it made me create videos much faster for YouTube. Like even, uh, there's a character that I created, uh, he's a metahuman, almost like reggae star, who's trying to find his way in the metaverse and he's trying to get gigs. He's an older guy. He's struggling because he's not getting the gigs that he's supposed to, but he he goes out into the metaverse and starts, uh, you know, performing a different event. I embody him and I talk as a vtuber as him sharing my journey and the first video that i did i partnered with a Illusion, and we did the no metahuman no cry that was the first video of him <laughs> in his concert like his journey out in the world and once I, that video became successful i was like you know what let me do a spin-off of his journey so that people can follow along and the unreal engine and epic games changed my trajectory because i before i'd never been able to do like a, a realistic character ready for motion capture for both the body and the face and create a character and, and a personality and I was actually invited on purple beach in the uk as a, a meta human and i turned up, i showed up at the event as the Meta so the the purple beach team invited me and they first introduced me as Solomon Jagwe, and then they say, he has a metahuman friend that he would like to, you know, who's been invited. So I switched the character from what they were seeing on Zoom to the metahuman. And that was the first paid gig for my metahuman by humans paying him to actually show up as a virtual character. My gosh, you mean you can actually make money as a digital entity? And so that changed my the, the way I saw VTU being in the Unreal Engine and the MetaHumans, that you can
1: t- create a persona that gains value, that I can, can actually start earning you money. Absolutely brilliant. And Solomon, aside from the the actual animating itself, what are the, the hardest parts that you find running a YouTube channel? The, being a YouTuber... And uh, I just stumbled into it.
0: So there are people who probably have more professional opinions and who have been doing it much longer than I and more successful. But I think the challenge is when you have to do things yourself. You know, you have to be the crew and the cameraman. And I see like people like Mr. Beast, <laughs> they're now production companies. He he just has to show up in front of the screen. Yeah. He has a whole team, you know, that works with. But when you are uh, still growing, And I still, even though I'm at 22,000 subscribers right now, it's still relatively small compared to the bigger channels, right? I don't make enough money to pay a team. I look forward to that to a point where you can just, it's a business because it has become a business. And I think the challenge that I'm encountering that and I didn't realize before, you have to see it as a business. You have to have an LLC. You have, because you can't, at some point you're going to grow, right? And you're going to miss out on opportunities for bigger companies wanting to work with you if you're not an LLC. Like right now, I'm seeing more traction with businesses, bigger businesses wanting to work with me as because I have an LLC than when I just was an individual. And also, you don't want your home to be at risk. You know should something fall out people will take your property so that's why it's very very important to see this as a business as fast as quickly as possible and also understanding that at some point you may want to not be the business you know you may have to hire other people at some point so i've been having to read more in terms of business of how a business operates Uh, to understand how well I can, you know, posture myself so that for growth, because once I get to, once you get to 22,000, new opportunities open up. I remember when I I used to see people getting like, uh, I would see this little monetary icon on other people's channels. And then one day it showed up on my channel. I'm like, oh, people can actually give me money by just clicking on that little button. And then now you can tag products in your videos when you have 20,000 subscribers. I'd never had access to that before, you know? And so there are new things that are coming up where YouTube is looking at these channels that they know they can use to get more ad money. You know and so it's been a challenge but i've done better of positioning myself so the channel can grow because if i stay as an individual and as not as not as an llc it's not going to grow it's just going to be a channel where companies really want to partner with you but they don't know how to partner with you and you don't want to put your home at risk if you have a family <laughs> the other challenge has been the changing landscape of uh, youtube logarithms and how nothing is like set in stone. It's like they're experimenting with us. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> even us. Because they, they are also, because they, they want to make money too. And yeah. they're trying to figure out a way to uh, like, how do we help these channels get us more money? <laughs> Essentially, it's that's true. what it is. It's you know?
1: true. They're, they're holding it upside down, shaking us that's for money. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. And so, and also trying to understand shorts. They say you're going to make money from it. But then I see that there's a window upon, uh, once you upload that short, a few hours that pass, yeah, and then it's put on the home, and then you see it shoot up, and then it's flat after completely. that, completely, and then nothing happens after that. You know, I'm like, okay, so that I'm, I'm still getting grasp of how do shots work, <laughs> yeah. But for me, I see there's a bigger goal out there because I want to grow the Inkosa Anancha brand, and then the YouTube channel. I just want to continue using it to inspire other people on the journey so as this company grows i want to continue showing people the behind the scenes of how you can run a successful company that creates content for youtube for merchandising partnerships and all that i want people to truly grasp when you have an idea how far you can take it how do you make toys how do you partner with a a toy maker how does it go from a, a concept
1: to the shelf, you know. Do you have favorite YouTube channels or influences?
0: Yes. Yeah, Marquis Brownlee is uh, one of my favorite channels because I saw a video of him when he was a little boy. You know, that video is so cool because it shows where he started and he had a little voice. He was just a boy (laughs) that didn't know how to do, but he was really ahead of his time, you know? And he, I saw him reacting to that video. So for me, that is so heartwarming because I see my journey as a YouTuber as well. It's a compounding effect. You have to create content. You have to create videos because if you don't create videos, the channel is not going to grow. YouTube doesn't know you. They need to know you by the content that you create. So if if you just are haphazard then they will don't know who to recommend your videos to. But once you, de- you do something consistently, then they will understand what to expect from you and so that they can bring people to. It's like a marketplace. If there's a store on the corner of a market and that store has mangoes, every market day when people come to the marketplace, they know what that store is going to do. When you are able to identify what niche you have and something that you can do joyously, you know, don't, don't do something that you don't drive joy out of, right? I derive joy in helping other people like see what is possible with art and animation because I will wake up and draw. No one has to prompt me. No one, I can draw if I'm watching something. I can draw out in the world if I'm on a train. I, I'll draw, but I'm always drawing, thinking of how can I bring this to life? So find something that really, really you're passionate about. And you know that if you woke up and no one ever paid you a penny, you would still do that, then you'll be successful in your channel. So true, so true. And uh, are there any other channels that you watch regularly? I also like William Foucher. He's a uh, like an Unreal Engine expert because I want to get into uh, Unreal Engine and do the best I can with it. So he's one of those channels that I love uh, watching. Do you have Ch- a drink there? I do. Oh, good. <laughs> yes yeah. should
1: we have a little drink
0: break? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <please. laughs> And you too. Have a drink with us, please. Yes. <laughs> People will pick up on the vibes on your channel. Because there've been a video where I've created a video and I was really passionate about it. And someone has left a comment saying, I love you in uppercase. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if you can like create that kind of reaction in a person, you know you've hit a landmine, like a gold mine. Not oh sorry, not a landmine, because you're
1: dying. There. <laughs> it's a positive. Thing, yes, right? well,
0: yeah. <laughs> a gold mine, because when you che- when you create a video that changes someone's life then you've made a video that uh, is really impactful and i think the video that i the one that has the most views on my channel the one where i'm sculpting people were blown away that you could actually sculpt on an ipad pro right like people have had their iPads all along but they didn't realize you could actually sculpt and people are probably thinking I need to go buy a Cintiq to be able to sculpt and they they had Apple pencils all along so when I see the comments in that video and how people are reacting to it I'm like my gosh I didn't know you could do that the fact that you can do that on an iPad is amazing and I could picture people in their living room somewhere sculpting away on their iPad so I it's almost it created a movement of artists were like you mean this has been sitting here all this time
1: and I could actually use it so that, that was my prim- proudest video. Solomon what tiny improvements would you make to make YouTube better? Something that I
0: encountered by chance is I've always been able I, I've wanted to loop a video because sometimes I, I find like a music video that I want to I love playing in the background while I, I'm sculpting or animating or things like that and YouTube has never really s- like outright had a button of looping every other player in the world i know has the ability to loop and for some reason even now like I you can i go to a channel and i look at a video and there's no loop button it was only recently that i was on the app and i had to go into settings that i found it it actually is in there that you can loop a youtube video but it's not on the desktop version, and yet when I'm animating, I'm on the desktop. So that's one thing that I would love for them to make outright, like expose it to the front where you can loop a video. It's actually an opportunity for them to get, add revenue from constantly you know, all the same video. If it's, I really like it. Yeah, so please add a loop button. <laughs> yeah, YouTube, do that. <laughs> that's a genius <laughs> idea. Maybe like a recommendation. I would like to be able to recommend my own videos to other people. You know, like if I see a video that there should be like a button on a video that says recommend and in there recommend to all my subscribers, because you've noticed when, they video, when you post a video, only like 10% is sent out like people who have notification bells turned on, but you have thousands of subscribers, but only a small, small percentage of them get like notified when that video is sent out. So I want to be able to contact my subscribers, you know, like send things out to them and tell them, Hey guys, I think this
1: is a really good video. You should watch it. Absolutely. That's a, that's a brilliant idea. Is there a, a video on your channel that you love that doesn't seem to be getting the love that it deserves?
0: Yes. There's a video that I did and I thought it was really deep. And uh, it's uh it's actually not animated at all. It's a, I showed it, I went to my, with my family to the beach on a Virginia beach, and I wrote on the ground in the sand and the, sh- the water came, the waves were waving, you know, coming back and forth eventually. And I remember feeling, I was feeling burnt out when we took that trip and I wrote in the sand and the waves eventually came and washed away all that stress. And I was trying to encourage other people that, you know, take a moment sometimes to unwind and just uh life is more than more than this it's, there's life outside of a computer you need to step away you need to disconnect and things like that i thought that video was really good and it didn't get captured. <laughs> it's
1: so unfair i'll definitely link to it up up, up yes. on the screen and down in the description okay yeah it's really good
0: (laughs) i know youtube never suggested to you but i am suggesting it i'm recommending it to you
1: are there things that other youtubers do that you definitely won't do yes i am not the kind to do
0: crazy stance for views you know uh and i know that's a thing and i've actually talked to a friend of mine who used to do that kind of thing and he no longer does it because he's now in a different space it it takes a toll the pandemic was so revealing, you know, yeah. my goodness. It it showed us that we we need each other more than anything. We, you need people, but so, your mental health is so crucial to your growth. You know, mm-hmm. you're trying to feed a, uh, an audience that wants more and more of that, but you as a human being, you're not wired that way. It, it will deplete you at some point. And I've seen mm-hmm. multiple examples of people who are depressed Having done that, but uh, no, I I really value content that
1: uh, has a lasting effect. Definitely, definitely. Solomon, can we have a bit of a a gear geek out? Because I can see in shot now, I I can see a gaming chair and I can Mm -hmm. see a really nice microphone. What equipment do you use for your channel? I rarely actually appear in my videos.
0: Right, I, I don't know if you've noticed that I rarely appear in my videos because I want people to focus on the content and not me. And so, and even down the road, that I want that content to be uh, like timeless because we are all gonna get older <laughs> at some point, <laughs> you grow, grow hair, lose hair, and things like that. Maybe you have a pimple every now and then, like this one right here. I don't really shoot myself with footage, but I every now and then I'll get like my phone, and then start to record like whatever I'm working on or even mount my phone on top of like a a tripod and Mm -hmm. record myself like drawing or sculpting like like the video that I did, the the one that has the iPad Pro. For the phone itself, Mm -hmm. I'm using a Samsung S22 Ultra. It has a beautiful camera and it does us a, a really good job but when i need to show something here then i shoot with my iphone 10 uh, to be able to record my <laughs> samsung phone so it's like i go back and forth which depending on which one is is, is why. and this one has a lot of space and it's still doing its job you know i've not upgraded to a new iphone yet because it does and it took me a long time to upgrade to the twenty two. In terms of gear, again, I had to upgrade <laughs> my sound because people complained. And I go back and some watch some of my videos and I cringe because I can hear the audio like ah uh, on, <laughs> Solomon. And so I have I've done better. You know, I invested in a much better mic. And also I think I use uh NVIDIA studio, which has like a denoiser, and then I got I get much better audio as a result. And of course, this little guy right here makes a big difference because every now and then if I'm too close, I don't want popping sounds and things like that. The microphone and the computers is really what my content is about. And uh, when I need to shoot outside, then I use my S22 Ultra. I t- have two computers that I use. One is the Threadripper from Puget Systems that uh, I do all the animation on, then I'm streaming it onto this machine. And this is the machine that I, I record on using OBS Studio. right? So, it really, what it's doing is uh, capturing the screen, and uh, then I'm putting the screen through a little adapter, I pass it through OBS. And then I'm able to record that whatever I'm seeing on this
1: side, then I have this mic rec- uh, connected to this computer. So that's incredible. So you're effectively streaming and, and rec- yeah. recording, a st- and you record a stream rather than stream it live?
0: Yes, I record the stream.
1: So when I'm recording the stream, I'm really recording a
0: production of what is being done on this particular computer. So you get way better quality, You get, and you have the ability to uh, change the, the transfer rate. When you're streaming, you want something less because on YouTube, you don't want things, uh, you know, stuttering and things like that. But because I know this particular video is gonna end up in Adobe Premiere, I just crank it up all the way. I recommend I recommend that setup because uh, I, it's technical, but I have a video that I actually recorded that shows the whole process. It's I had to repeat myself multiple times because it's kind of like wires like this is connecting to this into this into this and into, into that. And then now you see me. <laughs> and and also there's a, a new update that came out talk about artificial intelligence. So for the longest time when I would like stream as a vtuber as a meta human I would have trouble maintaining eye contact and in the unreal engine it's only recently in 5.2 that they introduced the ability to lock the eye to something with a nvidia studio they updated where they have artificial intelligence in it that will take your eyeballs Right, they replace your eyeballs using artificial intelligence, and they make them focus on the screen. So if you could, I could literally be looking over here, but the AI is making it look like I am looking at you. Like seriously, right now I'm not using it, so you you're not freaked out. But when I'm streaming, it automatically it takes away that hassle, and that's the thing about AI. You know, there are some things where it is so applicable and it's really, really, it takes away the tedious things that you as a VTuber used to not be able to do. And you will blink and when you blink, it disables the AI. When you, The moment you open, then the eyes get replaced, right? So it's crazy.
1: <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, Solomon, you, you seem really prolific. On your channels, do you have a video idea that you really want to make that you haven't made yet? Yes. My channel,
0: I I want to do more short films uh, from beginning to end because I've been learning the Unreal Engine. It wasn't until this new update from Epic Games with a MetaHuman animator that now I feel like, you know what, the technology has finally caught up to my dream because I've been wanting something that I don't have to struggle so much when it comes to facial animation. And I can actually truly act out the story and it's captured, authentically captured so that when the performance is shown on the screen and you can see one, the video, two videos I just just posted of the MetaHuman animator, the lip movement, the eyes, the expression, you know, is way, way better than we've been able to do in the past. And actually create content that matches up to what you see in video games and even better it used to be that those studios were creating that kind of quality facial animation but now anyone can do it it's actually free and it blows my mind that it's epic games is still offering it as a free product in the coming few months i'm going to be doing more short films so i can actually tell the story and also inspire other people to show them i took a song by a gospel artist, I lip synced to it. I wore a motion capture suit. I wore a head mounted camera rig. I didn't even have to care about it. All I did was just record, press record. And I acted out, I did the the actual session, then uploaded it to YouTube. And one person commented and said, my gosh, I'm now inspired to pursue my faith-based animation after seeing this. And that's it right there. It's like now people seeing what's possible and saying this has actually helped me finally decide. No, I'm gonna do it. That that is to me the the the, the goal is if I can help other people see what is possible, and bring those ideas to life. I I, would, I am a happy camper.
1: Solomon, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing all these details about your channel. Where are the best social places to see your work?
0: Yeah, so you can find me on uh, Twitter as uh, Solomon Jagwe. I think I go by Surreal, s-o-r-w-e-e-l And then I'm on uh, Instagram as Solomon Jagwe. I'm on uh, Facebook as The Art of Solomon Jagwe. Um, my website is s-o-w-l.com. You can find me on YouTube. Uh, Solomon Jaggery, as well.
1: It's really inspiring, and uh, I can't wait to see what you do with the technology next. Solomon, I hate doing this, but um, would you mind posing for a thumbnail with me? It's do for youtube we have to and thank you for joining us hitting the thumbs up button helps others to find the show and obviously if you can subscribe you'll get to see more brilliant advice from youtubers like these episodes here we'll see you on the next episode of the Great british youtubers podcast